Hi, I'm Melanie Barr. Welcome to the She Built It Experience with Melanie. You're here because you want to experience the life and business that you crave. Join me as I talk to women who have successfully built it, a career and business that they love. We dive into the topic of how they built it and talk about everything from having the courage to make career leaps to the details of how to lead effectively, create successful teams, implement strategies for growth, and infuse tech innovation. Magic happens when we focus on the part of ourselves and our business that brings us joy. So let's dive in. I'm so thrilled to introduce Lauren LaGrasso. Lauren is an actress, singer, songwriter, executive podcast producer, and host of her own podcast, Unleash Your Inner Creative. Lauren, thank you for being with us today. Melanie, thank you for having me. You know I love you. I adore the community you've created, and I'm honored to be here. Please tell us more about who you are, and we'd love to know about your most memorable career leaps and why they were memorable for you. My name is Lauren. I grew up in Metro Detroit, so we're both Midwestern girls. I went to school at Michigan State. I got my BFA in acting, BA in communication. I thought that I was only going to get a double major, but toward the end of college, I realized I had 147 credit hours and you only needed 150. So I'm like, I'd be insane to not do that. Put them both on the wall, take a look, say, hey, baby, you did it. (laughs) So I applied to two internships, one on the Ellen DeGeneres show and one at Sirius XM on the Broadway station, because I thought that was good collaboration of my communication degree and my Mm -hmm. theater degree. I ended up getting the one on the Ellen show. I ended up getting the one on the the Broadway station at Sirius XM too, but it was a couple of days after I'd gotten the Ellen show and it didn't pay. So the Ellen one paid. So I traveled out to LA 10 days after I finished my last class at Michigan State, packed two bags and intended to stay four months. It's been almost 10 years. So that lasted a little bit longer than I thought. After Ellen, my main goal was to pursue acting. That was what I wanted to do. I I thought I would be the star of a sitcom on the WB lot, and it would be that easy. It would happen within a matter of days of finishing my internship. (laughs) That did not happen. I did get my first professional job right after I finished the Ellen show, but... After that, it was kind of Cricketsville, USA. I went on all these like sad, weird auditions where I wasn't sure if I was on a reality show getting punked or if someone was plotting to murder me. It was intense. My first agent left town without telling me. I I had a series of really heartbreaking events happen with my acting career and acting started breaking my heart. So from that heartbreak was born a new passion and that was music. I started writing songs. And I didn't know I was a songwriter until I was 23. And it was when I was falling asleep at night in that state between awake and asleep that music started coming to me. I finally started writing them down. I started playing the guitar. My friend from college moved out to LA. We started playing music together. We played all these big venues. Within the first year of writing my first song, I played House of Blues, Hard Rock Cafe, The Viper Room. So those are amazing places. Really amazing places. And at the same time, I'm pursuing this career in music. I'm also listening to Sirius XM every day on the radio. And I had had a, a radio show back when I was in college. And I'd always thought that was something I wanted to do, but I didn't have a distinct plan of how I would get there. And so I started listening to this radio show on Sirius XM. The guy who hosted it was originally from Detroit, and he would talk about all these local Detroit things. And I was so homesick and depressed at the time. So I would drive down the five freeway and just pretend like I was back in Michigan. And it was in that moment that I realized audio's power to heal and to help somebody 
feel less alone. Mm-hmm. And I started saying, I want to work at Sirius XM someday. I end up quitting one of my day jobs to focus solely on music. At that time, I was working as a host at AfterBuzz TV as one of my many different hustles. And I was able to meet Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergaro. Through them, because she was about to do a Sirius XM show, I met the vice president of female content at Sirius XM. She happened to be the person who created all the radio shows that I was obsessed with, including that one that really ignited my passion. So she was my radio Jesus. I met her. I pitched her a bunch of ideas for Maria's show. Long story short, she really created my career in broadcasting and she created a position for me at SiriusXM. So that's what started my journey with audio. I was at SiriusXM producing Maria Menounos' show and on air with her for about two and a half years, which brought me to where I am now at Cadence 13 as an executive producer. And I also do my own show, Unleash Your Inner Creative. And for the past year, I've been putting out all my singles. Now, today, in this skin... I am a multi-passionate creative. That's so amazing that you had so many incredible opportunities from the Ellen show to playing in the large venues to SiriusXM and encouraging and empowering female content. Yeah, that's been my whole career is working with really strong, passionate women-led shows. And it's an honor. One of my dreams is helping other people make their dreams come true and shining a light on other people and holding up a mirror and saying, hey, this is in you. Do you see this? That's my favorite part of producing is really the coaching aspect of it and getting to bring out somebody's light. It's an honor. How did you find your courage throughout all those leaps? What gave you the courage to say, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to take this chance not overthinking things. Because if I overthink anything, I won't do it. So sometimes I just have to take the leap and figure it out after. And I think that's like from my move to LA to my journey into songwriting, to my journey into hosting and producing. I didn't know what I was doing in any of those moments. I didn't know what it entailed, but I said yes. And then I figured it out. And I think the courage came from believing that the best possible thing would happen. I call myself an angsty optimist. I believe the best possible thing will happen, but I like to acknowledge the pain along the way. Yes. And I think optimism is really my coping tool and it's what has enabled me to make these shifts. And I will also say having two parents that love me unconditionally has allowed me a lot more courage in the world because I know no matter what the world tries to do to me, Nothing can really hurt me because Joanne and Mike are my mom and dad. Mm -hmm. That's so great. And I think it's one of the biggest head starts any human being can have in life is unconditional love from their parents. Yes. And what you said about appreciating the pain also makes you appreciate those wins so much more. And when the wins happen, you can celebrate them because you've also been through, you know what the harder times are like too. Absolutely. There have been a lot of nights of throwing myself on the ground, pounding and crying and asking, why, God, don't you love me? (laughs) Don't you love me, God? But it's important to talk about it, right? To be real about it and say that we experience those moments and we come out of them so much happier when we do, when we allow ourselves to feel. A hundred percent. And I think if you don't share those moments, everyone else thinks that your life is just perfect and has been perfect. And yes, I've done a lot of things, but like you've actually been there with me through one of the days when I was crying and pounding the ground and asking why and like wondering what was going to become of me. You've been there firsthand and seen that in me. And I feel so honored that you held space for me during that time. But if we don't share these moments of the pain of putting yourself out there and being in the arena, of being your full self, of claiming your dream and fighting for it, because not everyone's going to like it when you fight for your dream. A lot of people are going to either they're not going to support you or worse yet, they will stand in your way and try to stop you. And so you have to want it 
so badly and believe in the positive outcome that you can have so much that those other things, they're just roadblocks. Like, you know, my song Road to Glory, it's all about getting through those roadblocks and just going because the pain doesn't outweigh the love. Yes. And finding those people that are truly going to support you. I think we're very similar in that way where we're genuinely happy when we see others succeed. Yes. Why wouldn't you be? Because it's showing you something that's possible for you. Like if you do something amazing, I'm like, oh my God, she's my friend. She did this amazing thing. I'm so happy for her. And guess what? Now that's possible for me. Yes. When you show the world your true self, even your ups and downs, it's inspiring for other people because they see, oh, she accomplished something, but she still has hard days. Yeah. And if you don't have hard days, are you actually putting yourself out there? Maybe you're not challenging yourself enough. I'm not saying that life should be hard all the time. I think we should definitely have flow moments. But when you're putting difficult things and different things in your terrain so that you can grow, you're going to have some pain points. You're going to rub up against an edge of life. And that's normal and natural. And it sucks. I hate it. I hate feeling uncomfortable so much. I want to be perfect all the time. And I'm perfect 0% of the time. I'm really starting to learn to live with that and even love it because If I let perfect be the enemy of good, I'm never going to do any of the things I want to do. hundred percent. What gave you the courage to launch your show, Unleash Your Inner Creative? And can you tell us about that? Yes. So I had wanted to host a talk show since I was a little kid. I used to set up at this table in my family room and have my mom tape me and my friend Anna. We'd call it the Tony and Tina show. I don't know where we got that. Maybe it was the makeup brand that was popular at the time. So I'd had a long time dream of being a talk show host. I did that radio show in high school. And then ever since the Sirius XM thing had been ignited in me, I'd really wanted to host my own show. And when I was thinking of topics, I went through lots of different things. I landed on creativity and unleashing your inner creative because I realized all the times I've been depressed in my own life was when I had a dream on my heart or a creative venture that I wanted to pursue. And I was pushing it down and making myself smaller because I was afraid of what other people would think or I was afraid to fail or I just didn't feel worthy of it. And there were all these people in my life who I saw had repressed a piece of themselves or a a part of their dream and were suffering for it. And I came to believe that repressed creativity is one of the biggest causes of suffering in the world. And so I wanted to give people tools to give them the courage to pursue their dreams, to take up space, to redefine their relationship with fear and take it out of the driver's seat and make creativity the filter for their life. The other reason was, Through doing the Goop podcast, we had a guest who came on and he talked about how in 50 years, 80% of all jobs will require creativity. So it's not just this fluffy thing. Interesting. Yeah, right? It's not just a fluffy thing that can enhance your life. It's also a really necessary, tangible life skill that you're going to need in order to be financially viable in the future because it's one of the few things that AI can't replicate. So for those two reasons, I started the show and it's been my passion and I love it. You can take your creativity and even if you can't do it full time, you can create a side hustle or you can carve out time on the weekends. It's so great that you are encouraging and empowering people to find that creativity and find a way to experience it in some way in their life. Yeah. 
because it makes everything better. And I always say creativity begets creativity. So if you're being more creative in your side hustle or even a few hours on the weekend, you're going to be more creative in your job. You're going to be more creative in your parenting. It just makes everything better. Yes, absolutely. Can you tell us about your songwriting? Yes. So my latest song and music video from my song Freak Show, which is a song about mental health, self-love, self-actualization, and just owning the beauty and the pain, a lot like the things we've talked about today. The music video for that premiered in People Magazine, which was amazing. And congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I don't feel like I sat with it enough because, and I'm sure you relate to this as an entrepreneur, you do one cool thing. And then the next day you're like back in the grind. We're going to celebrate that win right now. I hope after this show, you go do something special for yourself and say, this is my celebration. Okay. I'm really big and she built it's really big on celebrating those wins, big and small. And sometimes you just mentioned, you really have to own it. You have to say, this is my celebration for that win. Otherwise, you're right. As women who like to accomplish things and move on to the next thing, you accomplish something really big, like being featured in People Magazine, and then you just move on to the next thing. Yeah, exactly. And there's this woman named Gala Darling, who you should actually meet. She's all about manifestation and tapping and like female empowerment. But she did this whole video about how when you don't take a moment to celebrate your big win, the universe is like, oh, well, maybe they're not ready for it because like they don't appreciate it and they're they're not celebrating it. So I'm not going to give them as much of that because they're just going to move on to the next thing and not even take a moment with it. It's a signal that you're not ready for the next level up if you can't even sit with this amazing thing that's happened. So I am trying to do that at least a little bit tonight. Tell us about your inspiration behind your songwriting. So my dream is to reach millions of people with my music and positively affect them with my music to help them feel less alone, seen, heard, to help them know that they can achieve their dreams. It's not too late for them to inspire the underdog, to help destigmatize mental health, to bring a realistic viewpoint to love, to talk about all the beauty of it, but also to talk about the pain that it's not always pretty and hopefully to inspire people to be more themselves and love themselves a little bit more. It's such a perfect time because what we all went through over this last year, I am generally a positive person, but I've had days where I thought, I'm really struggling today. And to hear music that you're putting out tells people that they're not alone and that everyone has those days. Yeah. And my next song is called Therapy, and I'd like to dedicate it to 2020 and COVID. (laughs) (laughs) You should. (laughs) The chorus is, the amount of therapy I'm going to need after you, it's going to be a big bill. It's really about an ex-boyfriend, but you know, I felt like it fit the bill. Right. And I think most women listening can relate. Yes, absolutely. We've all been there once, maybe twice. (laughs) (laughs) I'll never forget it. I ran out of the house after we'd had a fight. I go, do you have any idea the amount of therapy I'm going to need after you? (laughs) And I went home and I instantly wrote the song. There's always that one. So everyone listening I know is going to be able to relate. You have so much going on in your business as a producer with songwriting. Do you have a strategy for management and motivating your teams and the people around you? So I'm really lucky. I just hired an associate producer. Her name's Emily and she is a little me. It's so cool to work with somebody who has the same vision and the same heart and the same passion and work ethic as you. 
So my main thing whenever I work with someone, whether it's for my personal projects or for work is I want to help them again, achieve their dreams. So I like to find out what their high level goal is to make sure that I'm always bringing to the table something for them as well as what they're giving to me. I believe in mentorship and helping somebody be the best they can be. When it comes to time management, that's something I'm still completely working out. Right now, we were talking before we got on about how both of us are burnt out. I am working from 8 a.m. until sometimes 10 p.m. at night. And so I need to get my life under control right now. I'm just going to be really real with you and with the listener. It's a little bit too much at the moment because I want to have a baby someday. And I also would like to get into a relationship and find love. And right now there's no space for it. The pandemic has made a really convenient place for me to just work around the clock. And it's been good and it's definitely had its benefits. But I'm realizing that I've prioritized achievement against everything else. And I want to prioritize my spiritual life. I want to prioritize fun. I want to prioritize my relationships. So I'm working toward bringing a little balance in. And I, I honestly think that multitasking has been a detriment to me. So I'll be like trying to do, you know, three different things for three different projects at the same time. And that doesn't work. So I think my goal for next steps will be really focusing on one thing at a time and doing it really well and then moving on to the next task. Because I think you can get more done by multitasking, but it's probably not as sustainable. And also your product on the other end isn't as good as it could be. 100%. Before our conversation, I was thinking, and we were talking about feeling a little bit burnt out. I need to start prioritizing my to-do list with adding in time for me. And also from most important to least important, because sometimes we make these huge to-do lists and we think, oh, we have so much to do and we get a lot done, but are we getting the things done that are the most important? So at the end of the day, there's a little more room for us. With the recent shift in technology today, and we were talking about listening to podcasts and learning from other podcasts, I started to learn about apps and other technology platforms from listening to podcasts. Are there any tech platforms or apps that in your either business or personal life that you couldn't live without? Without Google Calendar, I would be dead on arrival. <laughs> I, I can't remember anything without it. And I used to hear people say stuff like that when I was in college and be like, yeah. I remember everything in my brain. Well, I, I was like a little 20-year-old jerk. I didn't know what it was going to be like in 12 years. <laughs> I know. I say that too. If it's in my calendar, it'll happen. If it's not, it probably won't. Yeah, like it, it doesn't even exist, there. actually. Right, like right. my friend had had invited me to go on a Zoom and she's like, so are you all set for tomorrow? I go, what's tomorrow? Right. <laughs> no, I'd be the same <laughs> she way. She send me the calendar. <laughs> Sorry, the honey, I, I forgot. Uh, so definitely my calendar. I love the voice notes app because that's where I record all my music when I have a music idea. Clubhouse is big. I've heard a lot of people are converting that into sales. And so that's a great place to network, to convert to sales, potentially to convert to podcast listeners if you have a podcast. So that's that's a really good one for audio. But yeah, honestly, I'm pretty basic. I use my social media to promote my podcast. So the usual TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and my calendar app and voice notes. Voice notes is a huge one. And, and honestly, regular notes too. So since I'm a creative person, I like to always be able to have something where I can write down ideas. So I have a running ideas list on my notes page on my iPhone. Mm -hmm. And then I sing my potential song ideas. And then when I'm actually writing them into my voice notes app, that is where every song pretty much has originated. There's so many creative people and people who are on tech all day who have told me they like to write. They like the process of writing, physically writing it down. 
I have a notebook. I do the morning pages every day. I had Julia Cameron on my podcast. She's known as the godmother of creativity. She was talking about this stuff in 1992 before anybody else was. And she is an expert in helping people get creatively unblocked. And she's really one of the inspirations too for my podcast and my whole creative journey. I had her on my show. It was the biggest honor of my life. And when she was on, she talked about this tool in her book, The Artist's Way, called The Morning Pages. And so it reignited this passion I had had three or four years ago when I first started The Artist's Way. Every morning, you wake up, take out your little moleskin journal, and write three pages of stream of consciousness, whatever comes to your mind. So it could literally be, I don't want to write. I'm so sick of writing. I, I don't want to do this right now. I'm tired. Or sometimes, once you've been at it for a while poetry will start coming out of you or ideas for a business. Or the other day I was writing in there and I got an idea for a podcast and I ended up doing it and actually reading out of my morning pages in my podcast. And the idea is, first of all, it gets all the anxiety and garbage out of your brain first thing in the morning so that you're not carrying that with you throughout the day. And it's not inhibiting you and standing in the way of you and your creative pursuit. The other thing is once you get some of that garbage out or sometimes first thing, an idea comes flooding onto the page and you can use that in your creative life. So I definitely agree with the merit of writing things down. I went away from it for many years, but now I'm back to it. And every morning I meditate and then I do my morning pages and creativity has been flowing out of me. A lot more songs have been coming out of me since then, a lot more cool podcast topics. So I highly recommend that practice if you want to try it. Such good advice. And I've been thinking a lot about meditation too, because speaking of burnout earlier today, I was thinking, you know, I think I need to get back to my meditation practice again. I just look at it like a container for the day or like a foundation. It doesn't mean that life's not going to still hit you and sometimes knock you over, but you have ground to stand on at least. When you have some sort of morning practice standing between you and your day, it's just like a little buffer between some of life's tougher moments. I've had meditation specialists on the podcast and I used to think, oh, I don't have an hour to meditate or 30 minutes to meditate. You can meditate in short amounts of time too. Yeah. I usually do anywhere between five and 15 minutes. Yeah, that's amazing advice for busy, busy women like us. <laughs> yes. Magic happens when we focus on the part of ourselves and our business that brings us joy. What is one tip that you can leave with us today about how you find and live your joy? I think focusing on my inner child. It's easy to get away from that little self, but that's where I find all my joy is when I'm dancing or when I'm singing or when I'm playing or when I'm just having a connected moment with somebody. If I'm getting away too much from little Lauren, that's when I notice the depression comes or the anxiety or the drudgery. The, the inner child is our source of creativity. It's our source of wonder. It's our source of possibility. And so really honoring her, kind of mothering her in a way, allows me to refocus on the joy and what my deepest desires are in life and veer away from the things that just aren't real. I adore you too. And you are so real. And that's so important because so often we look at people who are accomplishing things like you are and we think, oh, they have every day is a great day, but every day is not a great day for any of us. It makes it so much more fun and inspirational when we have those wins and we have those moments. So thank you for being so real. Oh, well, thank you for everything you do for women and for female entrepreneurs and for encouraging me and seeing me. I adore you. I'll always keep it real with you. And yeah, thank you for making She Built It. It's an amazing platform and community. Lauren, please tell our listeners where they can find you. 
So I'm on every social platform at Lauren LaGrasso. I'm at Unleash Your Inner Creative on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram at Your Inner Creative on Twitter. And then please find me on whatever music streaming platform you use. I'm really trying to build up my Spotify right now. So follow me. You can check me out, Lauren LaGrasso. That's my artist name as well as my regular name. (laughs) And follow me on there so you'll be the first one to get therapy when it drops because we all need therapy. If you are new to She Built It, we'd love for you to join us. We offer community memberships, masterminds, innovative virtual events, and meaningful connections to entrepreneurs and corporate leaders. Please also check out our She Built It shop, curated products from women-owned businesses who put their heart and soul into their beautiful and innovative products. We offer She Built It business consulting and the She Built It blog. Thank you to everyone around the world who joined today. Thank you to my editor, Rich Strefolino. Please download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, together, let's let nothing stop us from experiencing the life that we crave.